Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Thriving in Business. And as part of the Inspiring Females in Business, I am excited to introduce this week's guest, the lovely Louise Fernando. Louise is a mindset and energetics business coach and she runs her business in a very unique way. She is very much led by energetics and intuition and helps entrepreneurs do the same. Louise has come to share her story with us as she's chosen to build an incredible business alongside her career and isn't rushing to ditch the job which expectations from coaches, society have placed on her to do so. She's taken a route that works for her and creating multiple sources of income from different ways. So if you're interested in how you can create a unique business totally aligned to you, then tune in for some great inspiration. You're listening to Thriving Business with me, Kirsty Wade. The podcast that unpacks the realities of creating the business you love. It is my mission to help you become more confident, empowered and intentional about how you create your business, allowing you to create fulfillment, freedom and success from your business, whatever that means to you. Each week, I'll be showing up to help share and inspire you to create a business where you can thrive. So let's dive in. Hello, Louise, and welcome to the show. Hello. It's so good to have you here. So, as I've said in the intro, you have very much chosen to create a business that is solely aligned to you. And I think there's this expectation that when we build a business, we build a business with the rush to ditch in the career and stepping truly into that. But you have chosen to step into work and what works for you rather than what works for society and kind of owning that because there's some I feel like there's so much shame and judgment of what you should or shouldn't be doing so tell me how did you end up in this was it intentional talk to me okay so I think when I first started coming into the coaching industry what I was seeing a lot of and a lot of people that I was working with there was a it was almost like this huge rush to to ditch work and then build the business. But for anyone starting out in business, there's a, there's lots to learn in the really, really foundational days. There's lots to take in. You're managing many different hats. You're doing many different things. And this can become quite confusing for many people. And, you know, it, it's completely just out of the realms of, of your mind sometimes in, in terms of what you've got to do. So I quickly, quickly learned that that was not how I was going to be running my business. And I quickly, quickly learned that how I was bringing people into my business was through energy because I couldn't explain it any other way. I wasn't following the strategy that other people were telling me to do. I was completely rebelling against what I was being shown by my mentors and coaches to do, such as build your email list, you know, do this cookie cutter strategy, think of your pillars. And there was lots of different ways I was being taught that did not feel aligned and it felt really sticky. So from a very, very, very early offset in business, I quickly, quickly learned energetically I was bringing clients in because it was nothing to do with the strategy. Yet all I was seeing all, all over the industry was you have to do it this way. It has to be built this way. If you don't get this much on your email list, if you don't have this much figures and numbers and things like that, and I discovered that I was completely going against the grain, but it was working for me. That's really interesting, isn't it? And I think, did you set out to always keep your career or did you set out to think initially to think, right, I need to get out of my career, but actually then realise, no, I want to keep it? Or was it always a, because it is a multi-hyphen way of bringing income in, isn't it? That's the way you to think about it. 
Yeah, so I think initially I was like thinking, right, I will, um, you know, do my coaching and then I'll, I'll leave work. But what I quickly discovered was, and I absolutely love my career as well, is that I actually loved the both side of things. I could help other people whilst being in the career that I actually have presently as well. And there was no rush because what I found was I was being quickly tried to be moved to, yeah, well, if you do this and if you give up your job within eight weeks, then, you know, you, you'll you'll be able to go out and do your business. But there was something really sticky around that energy for me. It didn't feel right. There was something really misaligned. And I could see, and also I could see around me um, in other groups and other, other parts of the industry where people had quickly given up their employment and were now in a state of panic in a state of lack, in a state of urgency, and how that then affected their nervous system. So for me, I didn't want any of that. I, I wanted to come in to the business. I wanted to run my business through a really, really like regulated nervous system where I felt safe. Safety is a big thing for me. It's a big thing I encourage with my clients. I encourage safety in a business. And for me, this was the safest way that I wanted to do this. And it meant also that I could invest heavily from a place mm. of desire yeah. as opposed to in lack and, and, and taking huge risks. Yeah. Do you think there's an element of shame and judgment as well around people choosing to stay, have their career and their business? Because I think, well, well, answer that question and I'll expand on why I'm asking it. Okay, so yes, 100% I think there is because I had this sticky moment around me as well where I thought, will people think that I'm a successful or that my business is thriving if I'm still working? So there's, and this was coming from the judgment and the criticism that I was hearing in the industry. I had to do a lot of mindset work around that on myself. I had to really, really um, move myself through that to a place of, well, actually, it doesn't dilute the potency that I bring to the sessions. It doesn't dilute who I am as a person. It doesn't dilute anything that I do or the results that I get. In fact, for me, it actually accentuates and amplifies that for the client. They know they're in a good space. I know I'm in a good space. And also, I can energetically take on the clients that are aligned to me rather than mm. here's some clients, I need the money, I'm in scarcity, I'm in lack, and then... Because when we're misaligned to the clients that we have, that causes all sorts of problems. Far yeah. more. And that could be more expensive than actually turning clients away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think people in – we see it all the time, don't we? And this is something about the coaching industry and personal development online world that really irritates me of that. Get to six figures in six months and – ditch the nine to five and be there. So this is, there's virtually this um, image of success of how quickly can you build your business? How quickly can you hit six figures? How quickly can you leave your job? And I don't think it's unusual that people have a job and run a business to get their business going. But what's really unique about your approach is you are totally open, owning that and going, you know, there is absolutely no shame in it. And you are intentionally choosing to so you can operate in the best way you can and bring the best to your clients by going, I'm not ashamed of this. And actually, it's going to help me thrive and it's going to help my clients thrive. And like you said before, what you actually do in your career supports and helps you in your business. But equally, it allows you to invest heavily as well. Have you received any 
negative judgment from the online space, from people that you, uh, upon their reaction of you still having a career as well? My clients have been absolutely amazing around this. They see that there's a benefit to them because they know that there is a lot of training I receive, um, a lot of CPD, a lot of um, ongoing personal development, professional development. So that's always going to benefit them. Mm. And then, of course, because I'm investing with mentors and things like that, I also have, you know, access to more of their knowledge more of their expansion and therefore can bring that side of things as well. In terms of personal judgment, no. But I have seen in the industry people criticised and judged for this, which really, really pains me and it really upsets me that that happens because why would we want people to run a business with a dysregulated nervous system? Because if someone's nervous system is dysregulated, it means they're, you know, they could be in a trauma response, they could be in fight, flight and fear, they could be in all sorts of panic, stress, overwhelm, which ultimately then impacts on them as a coach, as a mentor, and not only just on them, but on their personal life as well, like their family, you know, and having to kind of make that decision around money and making that decisions about who they then align with and take on in their business, this can lead to all sorts of problems. You know, it can Mm. can impact in many, many ways, not just on the individual. It can cause a huge disrupt for a lot of things. So for someone to be really regulated and safe in their body and in their mind, in their business, then that is far more greater than having someone that's in stress and chaos all the time. Yeah, and I think this leads to the wider limiting beliefs or judgments from people that what success really looks like. Like success means you've left your job in this amount of time. Success means that you do in this. And I think, and this is what I'm all about and you're all about as well, is like we can create businesses based on however we want, right? And this is the whole purpose of doing this series is to show different people mm-hmm. different ways of doing things. And I think stepping into that lack, um, just stepping away from that judgment and not, and being going, actually, I don't care about their opinion. Like that's, and recognizing that is that, that is just that, it's their opinion. That is their judgment. And I think sometimes this comes from, a place of lack and fear within the other person rather than in yourself. And it's not necessarily about you, it's about them, isn't it? And I think being able to stand up and go, actually, I don't care what they say or think. Like, this works really well for me. It works really well for my business. It works really well for my clients. And having the trust and faith in yourself that that's the right way for you. 100%. And I think as well, the more authentic you are and the more that you bring to the table and are open and an open arena for discussions around this then that's only going to invite more people to kind of talk about this in the industry I think this is so important and so huge because it has to feel safe for someone you know because I have and you're right what is success success is different for everyone success might be the six figures success might be the five figures success might be leaving their job within six months Success for me was around business, building a business that felt an integrity that I could trust, I could feel safe in, and that I could give my clients the very, very best. So for me, 
that's my success. That may not look like success for other people, but this isn't yeah. about anyone else. This is about yeah. what's right for me. And everyone yeah. else will be different and they'll have many other judgments or criticisms around that. But I think I think there's so many things out in the industry that, you know, you need to be, you're only seen as successful if you're earning such, such, or if you're mm-hmm. doing this or if you're doing that. Who actually defines us and makes this a law? Absolutely. Yeah. And wouldn't it be a much nicer, kinder, happier world if we if we stepped away from those judgments, if we recognized and disempowered them rather than living to within the restrictions of them? And I think this is what conversations like this, I'm hoping, will do of like, just give a different perspective and go, actually, this is me and this is my business and I'm going to run it in a way that feels really good for me. So what's the challenges then? Because obviously balancing a really great career and a really great business, obviously that takes some organisation. So what are the challenges that you come across choosing this method? So I think the challenges are around organisation and also about stepping out of each role. Although I do also believe that these roles cross over, there is a stepping away from each role as well. Um, And I think for me, using feminine and masculine energetics has really, really served me throughout my time because I can quickly do tasks really, really quickly using the feminine energy and using the masculine to have them done, but also organising. I'm an amazing person at organising and I think as well, um, for anyone that is not sure about human design, I'm a human design projector, so I have to be very, very... I am, you know, careful with my energy as well. But the challenges are around organisation, organisation and keeping everything in its flow. Um, I think this only makes me, I I don't even like saying the word productive, because when we think of productive, we think of production and that being busy and that being fast paced. And it's like, you know, hustle, 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 overwhelm and overburn. And that's not how I operate either. I operate from a very feminine flow but when I'm in that feminine flow I use my time very constructively you are the most organized person I know (laughs) I will say that so let's talk a little bit about because you've mentioned a couple of times that you are very much led by the energetics by your intuition and the masculine and energy there because we need both right don't we and we sometimes think like that masculine hustle strategy piece is there's a negative connotation around that when really we need that but we need it in a measured controlled way so talk to me about how you tune into your energetics and your intuition and did did that bring some judgment of choosing to build your business like that so I think using your the energetics for me has worked always really well because I think you know people can either There's three different perspectives around us. People either use both their feminine and their masculine energetics really well, almost like a dance. If you can imagine two people waltzing, that is how feminine and masculine energetics works really well when there's the the flow and the dance and it looks beautiful and it's just so synchronised. But what I also see is where the the feminine and masculine energetics are so disynchronised in terms of someone's either too much in their feminine where they're too much in their flow, they're thinking about things, they're, they're just thinking, thinking and thinking, but they're never actually doing anything with it. They're stuck in their feminine, okay? And there's many reasons why people might be stuck in their feminine. 
Then there's the flip side of that, the masculine, where someone is all about strategy, all around goals, setting, providing, that provider energy, and they become stuck in that masculine where they're always doing, 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 but maybe not seeing any results because they're doing, they're always in that hustle mentality. So a combination of the feminine and the masculine works really well. And I think for me, it's about as soon as I receive the download from the feminine energy, whether that be a download for a group program, download for a business idea, download for a piece of content, I then use my masculine right at the back of it to to push that through. What we might find is someone that sits in their inner, their feminine energy, has all these ideas coming through, puts them in their Google Docs or in their notes system, and never does anything with them. And then they may not get results. So for me, this model works really well for me. And it takes practice to get into that flow. But for me, it works amazing because I can do all this and more. And I love that balance of the both and they're so important because I think we live now in a culture where we've gone the opposite, we've got the hustle market and haven't we, we've got the push, push, push of people and the anti-burnout and all that stuff and I am absolutely not promoting hustle or you know burnout but we also need, we've almost gone the opposite way where we too much in the feminine and we then expect things to happen because we are visualizing it and meditating on it and that's the misconception isn't it and I think I did another podcast just me talking about this and the balance of both and that the fact that actually the masculine push energy isn't all bad it's being able to manage it properly and what you said there about that dance of them both I totally relate to that and I can see because as a naturally I sit in the masculine energy just because of my background and the experience that I've had but I am really, really aware of it. But equally, I have rec- I can recognise when I'm sitting too much in the feminine and it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve anybody. And you have that forever growing to-do list that doesn't miraculously happen as much as I'm trying to manifest it. <laughs> it just doesn't work. So when you first start working with people, because obviously this concept like, is very familiar to you and me, but to a lot of entrepreneurs, this isn't a very commonly used way of working so how do you help your clients become aware and get on board with this approach I think it comes down to their habits and their behaviors and really what the underpinning foundations for them are like where are they like what is their style of working and really like honing in on when their high performance peak times are right when they're in their feminine when they're in their masculine but maybe not necessarily using those words looking at when they're relaxing, when they're high-performing, and when they could truly focus when they're in their masculine as well, because masculine energy is so, so good to be able to focus and just beeline into something. So for me, it's diving into what those rhythms are for someone, you know, around their sleep, their their diet, their welfare, their life, like everything, and all the kind of psychological underpinnings that can help with that, to identify where in their life are they maybe more in one or more in the other. So being able just to pull that apart a little bit with them and look at how they start to incorporate if they're more in their masculine mm. and how do we how do we then have them more coming into their feminine or vice versa. So that's kind of yep. 
And, and I think that what you said is really important about relating it, using words that they recognize, because these might be commonly used words in, within the industry, but not necessarily external. So it's helping, I suppose, get that messaging right to help them understand. So what have you, with regards to running your business like you do, do you, in, what's the plan? Do you intend on staying as you are, having your career, having your business? Is there any long-term solution to go one way or the other? What's the plan? I am a very much a person that likes to go with flow, but will take Mm. action right at the back of it. So I very much lean into my own intuition and I'm guided hugely by that. And I truly believe that I will be guided on that path. I couldn't sit here and say, yep, I'm going to leave my my career Mm. in the next six months or one year. Or no, I'm never going to leave and I'm going to I'm going to use these together forever. I think yeah. for me, it's very much, I like to feel into things. I like to, because when we say go with the flow, that sounds a bit too wishy-washy as well, you know. Yeah. Like, let's go with the flow. Yeah. And that's all great and fantastic going with the flow, but we also have to take the action at the back of it. So yeah. it's almost like I will be guided and will move with what my intuition brings me to be able to make that decision at whatever point it's brought to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So for anyone listening and listening to your story and someone who might be in the same position and feeling that pressure or someone that is kind of looking at your story thinking, oh, how does she do it? What advice would you give to people that are listening? I would advise you that this is about you. It's not about the industry standards. It's not about the industry judgments. It's not about what anyone else deems as success. It's about what's right for you. It's about feeling into whether this feels right, whether it doesn't feel aligned and whether, you know, this is the path that you are venturing on. Only you will know, you know. Mm. And although someone may look at your situation or your business and say, oh, yes, you could definitely leave work in six months time. Would you want to leave work in six months time? Is that something that you would want to do? This is not about anyone telling you what to do but you feeling into that and being really authentic with yourself Mm. and giving yourself permission right giving yourself permission to do what feels right to you versus what you've been told to do I think that's a really great one because at the end of the day it's not the mentor or the coach that's walking our path and in our shoes it's us it has to feel right You know, even though someone might look at our situation and say, oh, yeah, you can definitely go and do that. You could definitely. If it doesn't feel aligned, then why would we? Why would we measure our success on the basis of someone's perception of what they think is successful? Yeah. And that's what's going to make us successful, isn't it? Like stepping into our own energy, into our own unique power, as you say, of that's what's going to propel us. That's what's going to make us the business we really, truly are meant to create yeah yeah 100% oh well thank you so so much if people wanted to come and find out about you I put all the information in the show notes but where can they come and find you so I am on Facebook um just Louise Fernando and I have my website as well which is www.louisefernando.com and email is louise at louisefernando.com 
And I'll share all the links to your socials in the show notes. But thank you so, so much, Louise. And thank you to anyone that's listening. And I'll be back next week with another great episode. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Thriving in Business with me, Kirsty Waite. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please do hit subscribe or leave a review. If you're looking for more help and support to build your amazing business, come and join my community. The link is below in the show notes. And I will see you next week for the next episode of Thriving in Business.